Welcome to Alive 365, resources to help you believe, live, and love. As we turn to the book of Hebrews, we find that the first four verses can be incredibly helpful. If you're at all familiar with the book of Hebrews, you know how intimidating it can be as it often refers back to the Old Testament. And if we've forgotten or if we've ever been confused by the Old Testament, that makes Hebrews, of course, quite intimidating. But these first four verses are important and they help us understand the overall purpose of Hebrews. Starting in verse 1, it says, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. We know from the Old Testament that God often spoke, and he did this frequently through a variety of people. Moses being one example, as he went up to the mountain, God gave him the law. And then a variety of other prophets throughout the Old Testament, like Isaiah, Jeremiah, Amos, Habakkuk, and many others. The fact that there were so many different prophets and so many different times speaks to the fact that none of those forms of communication were final. In fact, they led some people to believe that there has to be a better way. And so in verse 2 it says, But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son. In other words, Jesus is that final word. Jesus is better than any word that has come before This son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. This son, Jesus Christ, is superior. He is the heir. He created all things. He is above everything, including the prophets. Verse 3 says that he is the radiance of God's glory and the exact imprint of his nature. This term, the exact imprint, was the same term used for coins back in the ancient world, the way that an image would be stamped or marked onto a coin. When you look at a coin, you're reminded of a government leader, right? Well, here is the same idea, that Jesus is the exact imprint of God himself. And it continues, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. The overall message here reminds us of Colossians chapter 1, which tells us that Jesus not only created the world, that all things were created by him, but that Jesus also sustains all things. He upholds the universe by his very word. It's an idea that we often forget, but Jesus was involved with creation, and he continues to uphold it. The introduction here continues that after making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. This is an idea that comes back later in Hebrews when it says that Jesus is our high priest, that he is the ultimate priest. Many priests have come, Many priests have died. None of the priests could fully satisfy our need for purification because even those priests were sinful. Even those priests eventually died. And those priests had to repeat their sacrifice over and over again. But here is Jesus who 
has once and for all made purification for sins. As it says in 1 John that he has made us as white as snow. And after that, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Jesus died. He rose from the dead. And then he ascended. We often forget that. Jesus is not in our hearts. He is at the right hand of the Father. But Jesus is alive, and he's in an intimate relationship with the Father, and he is pleading our case on our behalf. The purification for our sins is continual, not just occasional. Verse 4 says that having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. As chapter 1 continues, it makes the point that Jesus is superior to the angels. These angels who are messengers, these angels who did wonderful things, Jesus is superior to them. Jesus is the Son of God, not just a messenger. And so he has inherited the rights of a son. And so we see that Jesus is superior. In our lives, we make many things superior. For some of us, it's relationships. For others of us, it's possessions or technology. For others of us, it's a kind of life that we want to live. For others of us, it's religion or good works. We make these things so superior in our lives that our lives become enraptured by them. So as we think about our own lives, Hebrews chapter 1 is a reminder that Jesus is better and superior than all of these other things, whether angels or prophets. If he's higher than those things, if he is the heir of all things, if he has created the world, if he is the radiance of God's glory, if he's the imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe and he's purified our sins, how much more should we value Christ? These first four verses introduce themes that come back throughout the book of Hebrews and so keeping this introduction in mind can help us along the way. The book of Hebrews argues that Jesus is better than the law and religiosity. And whether that is in the form of angels or prophets or priests, Jesus is better than that. So rather than turning to these methods, we should turn to Christ. Also, it reminds us that Jesus is better than any other form of purification. The priests never fully satisfied our need to be washed clean, but Jesus has made that sacrifice in himself once and for all. So although we turn to other things and experiences, it's Jesus alone who provides the forgiveness the purification that we need. And he is at the right hand of the Father pleading our case. And that should give us confidence. That should give us peace. 
so that we don't turn to these other things and get distracted when other religious leaders or religious ideas try to turn us away from Christ because it's Christ himself that we need. Finally, we see that once we understand this, that Jesus is superior, that Jesus is better than any other prophet, than any other means, that will help us persevere in our faith. That will help us to keep going. That's a theme that comes back throughout Hebrews. There are numerous warning passages that are incredibly intense and warn us of the importance of persevering to the end. Well, once we understand the principles of these first four verses, it'll help us get through those rough times. When we realize that Jesus is the one that we need, no matter how difficult things get, no matter what anyone else says, Jesus is supreme. And as the creator, as the upholder, as the imprint of God, he is the one that we need. We see this again in the fact that Jesus is the inheritor. He is the son of God. And we too, as children of God, look to Jesus Christ who has inherited the blessings, who has inherited the promise of God, that God is good, that he is the resurrection and the life and that there is eternal life through him. And so as we look to Jesus, who died and then rose again and now ascended, we too can have confidence because he has gone ahead of us. He has journeyed before us. And so we look to Jesus as the one who helps us to persevere no matter how difficult things may get. Jesus has finished the journey and now he is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us as we persevere in our journey. And that should give us confidence and strength and perseverance. As you can see, these first four verses are incredibly helpful in giving us an introduction to the book of Hebrews and providing an outline of the themes that will be coming back throughout the book of Hebrews.